Hi. That was Brittany. And that's Jonathan. And welcome back to another episode of Real Time Talk, where we're going to be going over chapter 24 of The Adventist Home called Size of the Family. Yeah. So just like every other episode, we're going to be going over sections of the chapter that stood out to us, and we're going to be discussing them, and hopefully you'll listen. Yep, hopefully. Okay. So let's get started. Parents should always bear in mind the future, the future good of their children. They should not be compelled to devote every hour to taxing labor in order to provide the necessities of life. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. It's very important for future parents and parents to keep in mind that, like, you brought, you want to have kids, so you need to make sure that spending time with them is a very high on your priority list instead of working to buy them needless things. There's, there's no point in having children if you're going to be... Throwing money at them. Yeah, just like throwing technology at them, throwing money at them, or working constantly and then giving them to a babysitter. What's the point of having children at that point? You're barely with them to begin with. Um, I understand if, you know, you had children by accident, but <clears throat> it's it's your responsibility when you decide to have sex with your partner um, unprotected that there's the possibility of a child being involved and that child deserves your full um, and utmost respect and attention um, because they didn't ask to be brought into the world and it's really not their fault that they were yeah they were given to you to be brought up so it's your responsibility to take care of them um, as your offspring as someone that you are fully and wholly responsible for mm-hmm indeed so takeaway from this from this paragraph is just to spend more time teaching and playing with your kids than you do working and buying stuff for them and keeping in mind their future and not yours yeah yeah okay so next one before increasing their family they should take into consideration whether god would be glorified or dishonored by the bring their bringing children into the world that's another important point that a lot of people don't think of is everyone wants kids everyone wants a child they want one and they don't think okay does God want you specifically in your current season, in where you are right now in life, to bring a child into this world? Does he want you to bring up a child that may go without proper education, proper skills, proper care, cr proper nourishment? But some people don't think of those things, and they're just like, well, I want a child. Well, it's not a always not about you it's about you know this child too because like if you bring them into this world and you just bring them in just to suffer because mm -hmm. you wanted a child and you didn't think you didn't stop to think whether or not you could handle financially mentally physically spiritually bringing a child into this world then hey that's it's not it's a lot of responsibility and honestly um <clears throat> Although, you know, like there are situations where God is going to want you to have a child, even though your situation isn't ideal, because he knows more than you do. He knows that maybe the things that you're going to go through as a family are going to bring you closer together, are going to make sure that your child and yourself grow from this experience. But mm. it is 
an immense responsibility and an immense decision to make to have children and you need to fast and pray and you need to truly truly know that god is leading you to that point um because like honestly in this section they're saying you know take into consideration whether god would be glorified or dishonored by bringing children into the world um this doesn't just mean like if your kid is going to turn out good or not it means are you going to continue to bring glory to god after you have children or are you going to turn into someone angry are you going to turn into someone that is now disrespectful and you know um doesn't acknowledge that there are circumstances in life that you just don't understand yeah another thing is could be is like it's not just a you thing it could be your your spouse's thing mm -hmm. just because you want a kid doesn't mean you should bring one in if your spouse is not in the right mindset or in the right season to be able to to receive this um this kid because i know of couples who one wanted a kid and they forced they took matters into their own hands and forced the 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 matter of having a kid and <clears throat> the other spouse resented them for it for a while now that they don't resent each other as much i don't think but there was a point where you know if the child had died uh prematurely you know before before she gave birth you know the the other person would have been like good riddance so you need to keep in mind would god be glorified or would you bring dishonor to him by trying to force the matter in bringing a child in even though you know he's telling you full well not to but also take into consideration the um the spiritual um health of your spouse if you know that you're fully ready to have children that's fine but you are married and you're going to be raising this child with another person and you need to realize that other person may be like yeah sure whatever i'm cool to have a kid but you as their spouse need to realize that like talk about parenting talk about things that are hard to talk about before you decide to have children that way you can be like okay are they actually ready to have kids yet yes or no because a lot of the times you bring up parenting issues and issues from their childhood from your childhood for things that you've just never dealt with will come up and you're like uh yeah no we're not ready we would have screamed at our kids for being alive if we had actually had to go through the situation <laughs> yeah so that's one thing you should talk about beforehand but then should talk about before conception ever happens mm -hmm. yeah absolutely okay so next one how little is the destiny of the child considered the gratification of passion is the only thought and burdens are brought upon the wife and mother which undermine her vitality and paralyze her spiritual power so here's another good point is a lot of the times we forget about these important heavy burdensome uh, responsibilities in the moment all we think about is you know scratching that itch and giving into those you know lustful passions but we don't think about how the child's going to turn out and not to mention that you know the wife or well let's just put the mother not everyone's married in this situation but the mother is going to have to uh carry the child and be burdened by it and then if she's not prepared mentally physically spiritually emotionally this child's gonna sap away at her strength in her life yeah and like 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 you said like a lot of people go into this with this um with this um this want for affection and i know that a lot of people end up having children because they want someone to love them 
And that's so, so dangerous because then you end up having this child that is either supposed to fix your marriage in bringing you closer together somehow, which like kids never do that. If anything, they'll bring you further apart. <laughs> um, or you have this child in hopes that you will have someone that will love you the way that you need to be loved because your spouse isn't doing it properly, as opposed to just having a conversation with your spouse and actually working towards um, loving each other properly. Um, in this case, you're not considering how how this is going to affect the child and how this child is going to be brought up. You're just considering your feelings and, oh, I want this cute little baby because the baby's going to love me no matter what. Well, guess what, honey? As soon as that kid realizes that you're not a god and that there is bigger and better things in the world than their mommy or their daddy, that they are going to resent you for making their entire life about you and not about them growing into a better person. Because if you make their early life about you and not them, they will make the rest of their life about them and no one else. Big soapbox. But yeah, <coughs> we, we need to keep in mind that there are much... And it's hard in the moment, but we need to keep in mind that there are much bigger and heavier, more burdensome responsibilities on our head when we're dealing with, as Ellen White likes to put it, the lower passions. Mm. All right. So we just need to keep that in mind that with great power and great desire comes great responsibility and great burden. We'll just leave it at burden. Keep your pee pee in your pants if you can't. No, no, don't touch me there. This <laughs> is my no, no square. <laughs> um, okay. He should see to it that the mother of his children is not placed in a position where she cannot possibly do justice in her numerous little ones so that they have to come up without proper training. So, yeah, this is another uh, very important point that parents, especially fathers, should understand is the fact that you shouldn't put the future mother of the child in a position where she can't do justice to the child's upbringing because one she's she may not be physically capable of dealing with that she may not be emotionally um strong enough to deal with that she might not be mentally uh mature enough to deal with that so just because you want one or you want to have unprotected sex then you need to man up and take the responsibility you know if she didn't want to then that means you are more than 50 percent responsible mm. whichever spouse wanted it is more responsible if both wanted it then they're equally responsible but i find that <clears throat> men need to step up to the plate more and realize hey you're you're putting a lot of pressure and a lot of of uh burden on 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 your wives on the mother of the child yeah. forget wives you know let's say it's not wife let's just say it's your girlfriend you know you you sleep with your girlfriend and then she's pregnant you're just like well <laughs> you're gonna deal with this i'm gonna go off to work that's not fair well and in this case it's, it's she's also talking about how um numerous little ones yeah new, like a lot of children and of, oftentimes and this happens more within christian couples than it does anything else um Within Christianity, a lot of the time, contraceptives are seen as like. I don't understand that in Christian uh, Christian circles, like contraceptives are like ta are just as taboo as the act of, of having sex. Like I get it, but at the same time, like it's like y'all don't even know. So, to finish my thought, contraceptives are seen as this like um, blocker to God's plan, which I'm like, first of all. 
um, nothing can God block God's plan. If God wants you to have a baby that bad, the little pill you're taking isn't going to do anything, and neither is your condom. Um, so, I don't know where people are getting this from. But, essentially, what they there's a lot of um, situations where, um, oftentimes, the man in the relationship says, you know, no, we're Christians, we don't believe in contraceptives, and the woman cannot take contraceptives. But then he also doesn't want to keep it in his pants or take the precautions so that children are not happening um so and i mean then he ends up or the mother ends up with five six seven ten twelve children and they don't come up with the proper upbringing because she then has to send her oldest children to raise her youngest children because she's only one person how is one person supposed to be taking care of every single need and responsibility um and desire of that many children if she wasn't called to do that to begin with it was just mm. the 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 lower lower passions of her husband and his um non-rational explanation for the lack of contraceptives <laughs> yeah. um yeah so or you know it could be the other way around where the husband does want the wife to have contraceptives and doesn't want children right away and the wife is like yeah i am taking them and then isn't that also happens so <clears throat> parents should not increase their families any faster than they know that their children can be well cared for and educated so yeah this touches on what we were talking about before um when you're planning to become parents the thought that should be in your mind is like can we care for them properly if we bring children into this world all right because unlike uh adoptions or foster kids like they can be sent or taken back if you are unfit to parent them mm. now your own kids you can't shove them back up there and be like sorry return to sender we're not ready yet and i mean it is a possibility to put your children up for adoption after yes. you've had them for a while but like we all know that that's not the best situation and that no. no parent actually wants to do that. And no and no child should have to be put through that. Yeah. But a lot of those things could be avoided if, you know, parents would stop and think, is it God's will for me to do this? And can i afford can we afford to do this not just financially afford to do this can we physically mentally spiritually emotionally afford to do this yeah and i mean um you have to take into consideration like how a, a lot of people like to look at child like raising a child like step by step but i'm like you have to look at their entire like play the tape to the end you have to uh look at their entire lifetime before you even conceive of them you have to be able... Yes. Maybe not, like, they're entire. But you need to be able to see... You need to be able to grasp the uh, the fact that this child is going to be in your house for, like, 18 plus years. Yeah. You don't have to look at their every single, like... No. Their whole life, like, okay, at 10, they're going to be getting blue shoes. And then at 16, <laughs> no. they're going to get a green car. And by the time they're 18, they're going to get, you know, I don't know, a red diploma. See, look, green, right? You know, no, but you do have to take into consideration, like, how much 
uh, how much time and money and energy you're going to have to spend with them while they're little babies and you literally have to do everything for them. And then how much energy they're going to, like maybe less money, but more energy they're going to sap out of you when they start to get older, how you're going to be schooling them. They're going to require from you. Yes, that's a better way to put it. Um, But so then... How are you going to be schooling them? Are you going to be homeschooling? Are you going to be sending them to school? Does the school you want to send them to cost money? Yeah. If you already have a child, you should you should have a better idea of how much it's going to cost um, to, to have your second one. Um, or, you know, talk to someone who just had a kid and, and ask them how much roughly it costs them um, financially and, and emotionally. Yeah, and that's one thing you can you can do is go find someone and ask them, how much a month does it cost to have a kid? Mm-hmm. And they can be like, well, depends on what you're doing. If you're doing disposables, if you're doing, um, um, if you're doing formula, or yeah. if you're doing, I don't know, whatever, whatever things you are acquiring for this person, they can be like, hey, listen, we did things on the more pricey because we want, we wanted uh, the convenience of having these uh, pro- these products, so it costs us a bit more. But if you go the cheaper route then you could be saving a couple extra hundred bucks a month and you could be like huh that's very interesting mm-hmm. but you you'll never know unless you unless you don't ask and unless you ask unless you ask yeah. <laughs> so ask the questions so we you're you're better equipped and make sure that you're that you would be do it for your kids because if not then they're going to grow to be ungrateful spoiled little brats not necessarily they may end up very traumatized and or, or, under taken care of yeah two ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. don't do it um and obviously um as christians we are given the opportunity to have children because god is blessing us with that opportunity um and we want to be able to um but he can also take it away he can take it away but we want to give him the the glory um because he chose you to be that child's parent and you want to give him the glory of taking the child that he gave you and bringing that child back as a better and um, more evolved and spiritually uh, grown person. Yeah, as a better investment, like we had talked about last episode. Okay, so the question to be settled by you is, am I raising a family of children to strengthen the influence and swell the ranks of the powers of darkness, or am I bringing up children for Christ? So yeah, we talked about a little bit of this um, before, but as parents or future parents, we need to um, consider the fact that if you do not take time to fast and pray and to consider what this could mean for you and what this could uh, could do to your family, bring a child into this world, you could potentially be bringing up a child who's just going to be end up serving the devil and could be a thorn in your side and the side of many other people. And no one wants to... to have that on their conscience so like hey I, I i i had a kid but guess what they're now um they seek out oh yeah but they uh they seek out uh, other christians and try to cause them to slip up that's not something you want to have on your conscience mm-hmm. um yeah, and I mean, we just talked about that too, how like, um, you, you want to be, obviously as Christians, we want to be bringing up our children for Christ. And a lot of people, 
I mean, they don't have the spiritual background, and that's fine if you're listening and you don't have the spiritual background. We're, we just want to let you know that um, w- with no shame involved, there is a great possibility that your child may be may end up being a child that is going to bring other people down in their purpose in life because you didn't put your effort and time and care into their upbringing. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was one of those kids. Um, okay. If you do not govern your children and mold their characters to meet the requirements of God, then the fewer children there are to suffer from your defective training, the better it will be for you. Their parents and the better it will be for society. Yeah, that's, uh... (laughs) That's so harsh. (laughs) But it's very true. Mm -hmm. If you're not ready to be a parent, admit it to yourself, admit it to your partner, and don't let your your partner um, try to push you into doing something that you are not ready for because giving a child defective training knowing knowing full well that you're not ready for it or that you know you're just going to release a little monster into society if things don't go well or you know a a shivering little ball of uh, trauma Mm -hmm. so keep that in mind as much as you may want to have a little one to love you you want something to love you it's not worth it if they come out traumatized for life well because then they won't end up loving you if you don't have enough love in your heart like if your heart isn't filled with the love of god to begin with then you won't have enough love in your heart to be able to love this child properly and if you cannot love this child properly then they will not love you back they will not fill that void that is supposed to be filled with god to begin with and what's going to happen is that kid is either going to resent you or constantly be trying to seek your approval or a mixture of both. And then that child has to spend the rest of their life feeling neglected and unloved. And think about yourself at like six to ten years old. You knew you didn't know enough about the world to understand why people didn't like you. You were just you. You didn't get it. So imagine if your parent was the one doing that. Imagine if you did that to your child. A child that doesn't understand the world enough yet to be able to understand why someone wouldn't like them. And then on top of that, the one person in the world that's supposed to love them above anyone else on earth, um, other than God, doesn't love them the way that they need to be loved. Or doesn't love them enough for them to be sustained. You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. So last one. Um Fathers and mothers, when you know that you are deficient in a knowledge of how to train your children for the master, why do you not learn your lessons? Why do you continue to bring children into the world to swell the numbers in Satan's ranks? I mean, in this case, I think she's saying, you know, if you had a child and you know that there is somewhere that they that you went wrong in the raising of that child for God... And then you decide to have another kid, but don't learn how to fix the thing that you messed up in the first kid first. Yeah. Then why why are you still having children? Yep. If if especially if you know where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. If you know where you went wrong, and you you know that you're deficient in some in some area of knowledge in some part of the child's care that 
the child that your children turn turn out that way then you need to take the responsibility and not have any more kids you can't keep having kids and bringing up more and more children just for more and more children to join the darkness yeah okay so that was part one of chapter 24 24 um, so if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find us, or you can email us at info.lessonsforyou at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Realtime Talk Podcast, Instagram at Realtime underscore talk, and you can find us on YouTube at Realtime Talk. Um, yeah. Stay in school. Sabbath school. Stay in Sabbath school. Stay in Sabbath school.